The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. Greetings, citizens, and welcome to Wizards, the podcast guide to comics. This is another installment of our mini-episodes we call Wizards Half. I'm Michael. Here we go over all the things we missed in our main episodes. In our last episode, which was for issue 11, we discussed Spawn. And I can tell you with some certainty, other than the live-action movie from the 90s starring Michael Jai White and John Leguizamo, I knew absolutely nothing about Spawn. In our main episodes, we try to go over all the content in Wizard Magazine, but sometimes we run a little bit long and we can't go through everything. So there's a lot of good nooks and crannies and fun stuff inside that we never get to really talk about. So we decided to do these little mini-episodes where one of us, either myself or Adam, jumps on and we go over some cool stuff about it. So we're going to start with our the fun, amazing art, because I really like it because I can't draw, and I think it's really cool when I see what other fans do. And in issue 11, there's a lot of different art in here. The first one is of Predator, and it's pretty cool. It's a it's a white, plain background with a, a drawing of Predator in kind of like a Conan the Barbarian kind of garb. It's interesting. It's by Oscar Salvadere. Uh, then there's another one. has a wizard battling the Fantastic Four, and that's by Jason Bone from... Woodstock, Ontario, Canada. Pretty cool. Wizard that almost looks like Santa Claus, but with a wizard hat on. It's interesting. The next one is really, really cool. It doesn't actually have the wizard branded logo on the top of it, but it's a Thor, and he's smashing Mjolnir into like some rocks, and just lightning and explosions all around him. And it's by Rue C. De La Cruz from San Diego, California. Then there is a rhino from Spider-Man, and uh, he's wearing the cool wizard hat, and he's, I don't know, he's running in a field or running in an open area, but he's he's about to ram something. But what they did was, with the wizard hat, they took the horn from his rhino head and made it into the wizard hat, which is pretty cool. And that's Neil Mockford from Bromley, Kent, England. Wow, that's cool. They're reaching far out. they got Canada and England so far. That's pretty interesting. The next one is... I think it's supposed to be Storm coming out of the water of a pool in like a very, very scantily clad wizard uh, one-piece bathing suit. It's just her hair wet and her dripping from water from coming out of the pool. And that's by John Hack from, it sounds like it says Scumberg, Illinois. If I said that wrong, anybody in Illinois, tweet at us at Wizards Comics or on Instagram at Wizards underscore comics. Let us know. Then the next one is Venom, and it's uh, it's actually really kind of interesting. So on the wizard logo, the symbiote Venom ooze is like climbing up on the letters of wizard, and then the actual character of Venom is tearing apart the wizard cape or cloak, and it's re- it looks really, really good. It's very 90s in the way it's the musculature is r- extremely exaggerated, but it looks pretty cool. I'm I'm very impressed by this one. That's by Joseph Kutchner from Katy, Texas. Then we've got a few more here. We've got uh, everybody's favorite mutant rebel gambling 
troublemaker Gambit. He's got kind of like a silhouetted background, which is interesting. He's holding one of his signature playing cards. The cloak for the wizard cape, I guess, is just kind of like hanging in the distance behind, like adjacent to him. And he's got his foot on like a footstool. I don't really know why. But artistically, it's very cool. He's got like 47 abs in his gut, which is interesting. I don't know if a human body could have that many muscles, but in comics, sure, why not? And that's by Mark A. Reyes from Port Lavaca, Texas. Then the next one, I don't know this character. It it seems like an amalgam of of Cable and what's that guy's name in in DC who has like the mask on his face and he's a gunslinger. He's kind of a rebel. Uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. It's interesting because the wizard logo's got an American flag, and this guy's got a couple of guns in his hands. He's got his arms almost look like they've been sewn back onto him. He's got what looks like some sort of like World War II German headpiece on his head. I don't know if it's supposed to be uh, a reference to Red Skull. It might be. It, it's because the guy's face is kind of red. I, I don't. I do not know what this character is. But the wizard logo is an American flag, so I don't think it's something to do with that. And the wizard cloak is kind of like draped from the side of his his bandolier. This is by Mark W. Quartz from Rainler, Oregon. Then we've got a very nice uh, silhouetted Spider-Man. He's kind of draping himself over the wizard cloak, and it's kind of in the moonlight. There's a spider dripping down or, like, easing its way down off the wizard logo. The the Spider-Man itself is very reminiscent to a lot of the way that they designed Spider-Man at that time, either for Todd McFarlane or, or others that have done him in that time period. And that's by Daryl T. Jones from North Vernon, Indiana. Then we've got a really, really nice Magneto, and Magneto's cape is actually the wizard cape, which is pretty cool. I like that a lot. And he's got this interesting accent on his helmet where and his boots where they kind of like accent like a glistening reflection off of sunlight or something. And his arms are glowing like he's ready to rip somebody's body apart by pulling all the metal out of them like he did to Wolverine. That's a really, really neat one. And you can't see Magneto's face, which is sometimes the way they draw him with the helmet on. And that's by Paul Lech from Clinton, Wisconsin. The next one is another... X-Men character, I forget her name, she's from that alien race that was always appearing in the animated series, and had that big headdress on, she sort of had a thing with Xavier, Ah, I can't remember her name at all, top of my head, there's just so many X-Men characters, it's hard to keep track, and the wizard logo is almost like metallic, but it's in a gradient, which is pretty neat, it blends from like a gold to like a black to like a blue and the lettering is actually a big x which is pretty cool and that is by and the the character's cape is the wizard cloak which is neat and then that's by jason ling from pay loop washington i don't know where that is i don't know how to say that word it's p never mind the next one is 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 pretty clever it's actually lobo walking away from something and he's dragging a wizard with him and a spray painted wizard 
and with a big X and changed it to Lobo. That's pretty cool. And it says, The Main Man's Guide to Comics. I really like that. It's it's clever, and it's very interesting. It's it's funny. One of his sleeves is ripped off, and one of his sleeves is not. And he's just kind of walking away. It's, it's pretty clever. And that's by Christopher Higginson of San Diego, California. I think this guy sent in before. I'm pretty sure I've seen his name pop up once or twice. That's interesting that they're getting a couple of repeat guys at this point. The next one... I have no idea who this character is. It's it's a character in a... Is it supposed to be... I don't know what this character is, but he's he's slicing the head off of the wizard. And it says Wizard Faust. And it's this guy in this weird red cloak and blue outfit with yellow gloves and, and claws coming out of it. I'm not sure who this character is supposed to be, but is there's a lot of blood on the page. <laughs> a lot of blood. And they literally, like, lop the head of the wizard off. It's kind of morbid and disturbing. I don't know if wizards actually put that on their cover, but it's interesting. That's by Mike Taylor from uh, Eureka, California. The next one is Nightcrawler, and it's all silhouetted. This is actually the last one. I like the silhouette ones. I don't know why. I think I, think I just like the penciling and inking look. It's pretty cool. And uh, his one hand is raised in the air, and it's kind of... Uh, glowing, and his tail is whipping all over the place, and he's he's sitting on top of a gargoyle. This is actually by a team of guys, by Mark Holder and Brian Miller from Murfreesburg, Murfreesburg in uh, Tennessee. Interesting. Yeah, it's very, very cool. So those are our uh, illustrations and fan art for issue 11. Now we're going to dive into our next segment. Oh, this is everyone's personal favorite. So, we got a lot of fun feedback from this particular segment. Last time I did Wizards Half for issue 10.5, or episode 10.5. So now we're going to dive into Wizards Hunk of the Month. And again, this hunk is a Marvel character. I'm I'm very interested to see how this... I haven't read it yet, so we're going to read it live together. Or I'm going to read it live to you. Uh, we're not really with each, with each other, are we? No. Okay. Anyway. So, okay. I'm interested to see how these things translate, because most of the time I think they don't. But it's very funny to see what they look like in 92 versus 2020. He's wearing an American flag Speedo, and there's a woman sitting underneath him with her arms wrapped around his thighs in an American flag bikini, and if you can't guess by now, this is Captain America. And what it says is, wow, Cap can save my butt from those goose-stepping Nazis any day. He may be a little old-fashioned, and his ideals may seem out of date, but this centennial of liberty and hunkness is still the hottest piece of World War II beef that can sling a shield. That muscular bod, blonde hair, blue eyes... It's enough to make you almost want to don that stupid red and blue outfit and call yourself Bucky just to see Cap's buns in action. Yum. To see more of Cap, check out the pages of Avengers and his own monthly series. With blonde hair and blue eyes and buns that won't quit, Cap's a definite 10 on the hunkometer. Oh my goodness gracious, I can't, I can't even get through them with a straight face. All right, and now 
now we move on to the babe of the month. Scantily clad, pink string bikini, and wearing very large, oversized sunglasses, which are big for the 90s, and they're back again now, of course. So it says, Boom, shakalaka, boom. Nice little bikini there. Jeez, seeing Tabitha this way, it's no wonder she's got the nickname Boom Boom. She may have the biggest mouth in the world, but in light of her other assets... We're more than willing to put up with her wisecracks and snappy answers. Mmm. Wonder if the danger room has a jump rope mode. Anyway, boom boom, we found time bombing her enemies in the pages of X-Force every month, as well as making every head turn her way on whatever beach she sunbathes on. Boom boom's an eight on the babo meter. Couple more years, and she's a ten for us. Is she underaged? Are they saying that she's underage? Couple more years? Uh, I don't... Oh, man. <laughs> to read this stuff now, it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> so uncomfortable. Oh, boy. All right. Anyway, moving on from that. Now we're going to dive into the oh-so-fun and ultra-popular wizard contest which i clearly bombed last month and yes i do know that the human torch's call sign is flame on i realized it after i took the test and i was editing but i wanted to be fair and did not want to cheat and go back and say oh yeah it's flame on i knew that i wasn't gonna lie to you people you you're here to listen to us talk and i wanted to keep, keep it real Anyway, so contest number 11. The grand prize is one limited edition Dark Knight signed and numbered hardcover signed by Frank Miller with a wizard seal of authenticity. That's pretty cool. The first prize is a rare second print Spider-Man number one gold UPC variant or a set of Batman... 426 through 429 a death in the family storyline that's cool second prize is one Arkham Asylum hardcover or Spider-Man number one bagged black cover edition your choice the third prize a set of Batman versus Predator numbers one through three prestige format editions or an Amazing Spider-Man 252, your choice. All right, so here goes the quiz, and let's see if I can totally bomb this one again. I don't know. We're going to find out. Okay, question number one. God of Thunder. Well, that is Thor. If I didn't know that now, I really should stop reading comics and just move on to, like, knitting or something, because that's pretty bad. Mrs. Spider-Man. Mary Jane. It's got two spaces, four letters each. Pretty easy. At war with the Shi'ar in Galactic Storm. It is seven letters. I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Uh, question number four. Slade Wilson. 
Well, that is Deathstroke. Okay, I'm doing pretty good. So far, I'm three out of four. Question number five. Conan's God. You got me. And it's four letters. If you know it, tweet at us. I don't know. Okay, number six. Venom-Spawn. And it is one, two, three, seven letters. I'm going to say that's Carnage. That sounds like a seems right because that's what they call was we learned in an earlier episode that when Carnage was first announced they were calling him Venom Spawn at first but then he became Carnage so yes I'm gonna go with that now the last one number seven is Morbius the Living and it is Vampire wow I did pretty good pretty happy about that that's fantastic awesome oh boy I was worried I was gonna be like oh this is gonna go poorly But it went pretty good. This was much easier than last week's. Okay, and that's really it for our Wizards half. That's pretty great. Okay, so we got through the hunk and babe of the month, awkwardly and uncomfortably. We got through the comic art, and I actually survived the quiz. Stay tuned for next episode for issue 12. We're going to be reviewing Terror Inc. number 1 from 1992 and Marvel Max Terror Inc. Reboot. They both can be found on Comixology, so if you want to read those ahead of time and join us in the in the fun, by all means, check them out. And that's our mini-episode for episode 11.5. We want to thank the Retro Network for hosting us on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. We also want to uh, thank all of our fans for listening. If you want to check us out, you can check us out at, at Wizards Comics or on Instagram at wizards underscore comics. You can also tweet at me at knizzle, C-A-N-N-I-Z-Z-L-E. That's also my Instagram handle as well. Check us out. Contact us. Tell me how bad I screw up on things. I love it. I find it hilarious. And if I talk about things and you're like, dude, I know what that is. How do you not know this stuff? Tweet at me. I love to learn new things and I find it really funny when I don't know something and then you guys do. It cracks me up. And... I am not the wealth of knowledge all the time that Adam is. I, I kind of consider myself more like a dearth of knowledge, so I have a lack of knowledge. So check us out, tweet us, contact us, follow us. Thanks so much. Until next time, though, as Adam would say, keep your books bagged and boarded. In our last mini-episode, I had this brand new fun segment for our mini-episodes called OMAX Outrageous Outtakes. But since then, I thought of another fun name called boosters bloopers and i wanted to know out there on twitter and instagram please let us know what you think is better is it omax outrageous outtakes or boosters bloopers and here is the car crash disaster of all the mistakes i made in this mini episodes recording enjoy wow cap can save my butt from those goose stepping nazis any day He may be a little old-fashioned, and his ideals may seem out of date, but this centennial of liberty... Alright, here we go. Wow, Cat can save my butt from those goose-stepping Nazis any day. He may be a little old-fashioned, and his ideals may seem out of date, but this centennial of liberty... Oh my god, I can't talk. Mm. Liberty bibbity. <laughs> oh god. Boom shakalaka boom. I think that was a, out of a song, right? 
boom, shakalaka boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Wonder if the danger room has a jump rope mode. <laughs> what? I can't. I can't read this. I can't. Ugh. Mmm. I gotta start over. This is this is brutal. <laughs> anyway, Boom Boom can be found time bombing her enemies in the pages of Export. Oh, export? I said export. What is wrong? Boom shakalaka boom. Nice little bikini there. Jeez. Seen Tabitha this way? Tabitha. I can't talk. Tabitha. (laughs) Greetings, citizens, and welcome to Wizards, the podcast guide to comics. Welcome to another... Why would I say welcome twice? (laughs) Greetings, In our main episodes, we try to go over as much as we can of the content in the main issue. No, that's not even... That doesn't make sense. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.